Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Though we're still far from completely being past COVID, expanding vaccination levels have made it possible to ease many travel restrictions. And along with the increase of heat and humidity, the arrival of increasing number of visitors reminds us that it's summer in Maine. That provides an opportunity to poke around in the Electronic Cottage archives to select some episodes that may still be very relevant whether to visitors from outside of the area or to regular listeners who might have missed them the first time around. So, put your feet up and, we hope, enjoy this Electronic Cottage Encore. Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. At this point, it's no news that all of us who use cell phones or computers or other electronic devices know that our uses of those devices is being tracked by hordes of entities, including governmental spying organizations like the NSA, ICE, or state or local police forces. Whatever one may think about government entities spying on their own citizens, there's at least nominal oversight of those government agencies, even if, as the revelations of whistleblowers like Edward Snowden have demonstrated, that oversight is often, at best, a fig leaf to placate citizens by suggesting that, at least on paper, someone is watching the watchers. Over in the non-governmental domain, however, there are precious few oversights on how data about us is gathered, processed, put together for all sorts of purposes we know little or nothing about, and then disseminated for private profit, with us being none the wiser about who's examining our personal lives with a fine tooth comb. Of course, we do assume that information about us is being used by advertisers to personalize the advertisements we receive online or on our phones, or even in snail mail. We also probably assume that financial institutions look at credit reports if we apply for a loan or try to get a new credit card. But personalized data about us and personal profiles built on that data can and do go to lots of other places as well. Political parties and others who wish to influence election outcomes are big users of data profiles based on our personal information. Government organizations, including Customs and Border Patrol, or the FBI, or state police departments, or even military services, all of which are prohibited by law from gathering personal information about American citizens without obtaining warrants first, are making end runs around those rules by purchasing information from private sources, usually known as data brokers. That way, these government agencies get the information they want without technically violating the law. So, where do all these organizations actually get that data from? And just what kind of data are they getting? A recent report by Justin Sherman of the Duke University Sanford Cyber Policy Program provides some answers to that question. And the answers are not pretty, for those who value personal privacy and autonomy. The paper is so thorough and clear that we'll quote from it pretty extensively today. The paper is entitled, quote, 
data brokers, and sensitive data on U.S. individuals, threats to American civil rights, national security, and democracy. End quote. Here's the overview that begins the report. Quote, This report examines 10 major data brokers and the highly sensitive data they hold on U.S. individuals. It finds that data brokers are openly and explicitly advertising data for sale on U.S. individuals' sensitive demographic information, on U.S. individuals' political preferences and beliefs, on U.S. individuals' whereabouts, and even real-time GPS locations, on current and former U.S. military personnel, and on current U.S. government employees. It first describes the problem of virtually unregulated data brokerage in the United States. It then describes the findings of research conducted for this paper on data brokers, openly and explicitly advertising sensitive data on U.S. individuals, including a specific analysis of data relating to military personnel. It then concludes with policy implications for the United States, including the ways this data collection, aggregation, selling, and sharing threatens civil rights, national security, and democracy. End quote. And here's a summary of the problem that the study is looking at. Quote, problem. Data brokerage, broadly the practice of buying, aggregating, selling, licensing, and otherwise sharing individuals' data, is a virtually unregulated practice in the United States. Major data brokerage firms are presently offering reams of data on U.S. individuals for sale, and virtually nothing in current U.S. law limits their selling that data to a range of actors from insurance firms to U.S. law enforcement agencies to foreign entities. This data could be used for a range of activities that violate American civil rights, hurt U.S. national security, and threaten democracy itself." End quote. And here's a high-level summary of the key findings of this study. Quote, Overview. All 10 survey data brokers openly and explicitly advertise data on millions of U.S. individuals, oftentimes advertising thousands or tens of thousands of sub-attributes on each of those individuals, ranging from demographic information to personal activities and life preferences, for example, politics, travel, banking, health care, consumer goods and services. People search websites aggregate public records on individuals and make it possible for anyone to search for major activist figures, senior military personnel, and other individuals, uncovering home addresses, phone numbers, and other information, as well as the names of known family members and relatives. Oracle has a data partner that openly and explicitly advertises data on U.S. individuals' interests in political organizations, figures, and causes, including, but not limited to, data on those who support the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, Planned Parenthood, the American Civil Liberties Union, and the National LGBTQ Task Force. Oracle, Epsilon, and other data brokers 
openly and explicitly advertise data-sharing platforms to which anywhere from dozens to thousands of companies contribute data on individuals. Multiple data brokers advertise the ability to locate individuals, ranging from the use of driver license records and other aggregated data to pinpointing phone geolocations. Three major U.S. data brokers, Axiom, LexisNexis, and Nielsen, openly and explicitly advertise data on current or former U.S. military personnel. LexisNexis advertises a capability to search an individual and identify whether they are active duty military, and other brokers likely sweep up military personnel in their larger data sets. End quote. That is quite a list of findings, and we're guessing many that were not familiar to most of us. And there's plenty more in the report. We'll put a link to the entire report on the page for today's program in the WERU Public Affairs Archives at www.weru.org. The obvious question, of course, is what should be done about this currently totally uncontrolled distribution of our personal information for corporate profit to anyone who ponies up the money, whether in this country or in any other country, to obtain personal information about our lives, our beliefs, our families, our friends, our political preferences, and literally many thousands of other facts about us and our lives? That is an important question. And the answer will have a huge impact on our lives in both the digital and the physical realms. And we'll look at some proposed answers, including ones suggested by this report, right here in future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <music>